Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right, all right, all right. Well, welcome, welcome, y'all. Here we are. Woo! April is fast upon us. Can you believe it? Spring is here. Hooray, hooray. Man, I am not... Woo! Oh, I'm not missing them cold days, bro. You know, I mean, Cheryl's got the day off. She's on assignment. So we've got Master Tim, the magic man, will be hanging with us today. And something else, we've got a special, I don't have to cook today. We've got a guest cook in the house. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to tell you who it is that easily. You're going to have to hang for a second. That's right. That's right. Just hold on, but just know that I'm not cooking. Hooray, hooray. Let's celebrate. If we had... Play a little cool in the gang. Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Cummings? I am doing good. It's fun to be uh, behind the mic for a change. I know, bro. Out of your box. Out of, out your of my box. Out of my little soundproof <laughs> booth. Yeah. Usually we got we to gotta notify the police, let them know we're letting Tim out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, man, we're just letting you know. Okay, if there's any havoc being wreaked, it might be. No, 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 we're just joking. But uh, yeah, man, so we've got a special guest today. We've got Joy Body going to be cooking with us. Her AKA, y'all, her AKA is Joe Bad. That's right. If you hear Joe Bad come up to town, woo, bring your plate hither because it's going to be good. We're making, uh, we're making risotto today, y'all. And she's got a special dessert planned as well. It's a microwave dessert. It's got two of my favorite words, Tim. Microwave and chocolate. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Anything to a microwave is quick. And chocolata, mm, chocolate is even that much better, man. That much better. So spring is here. Everything's bouncing. Oh, Got to say, man, March Madness ended... Ended too abruptly for me. My University of Houston Cougars got bounced in the around the Sweet 16. They ran into some Miami Hurricanes that were just playing a heck of a game. So kudos to them. But after that, you know, when your team's out, you don't really tune in anymore. You lost interest. And that was me. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. That's me, man. But uh, with spring here, baseball's back. Oh, here we go. But that cold weather, we were cruising along here pretty good, y'all. 60s in the morning, 70s, low 80s during the day. Uh, it was beautiful in Houston, Texas. Then all of a sudden, one morning, I walked out and took radar outside, and holy enchilada, I was like, where's my coat, man? <laughs> it was like 42 degrees, Tim. 
Oh my I God. Like, okay, man. That's when I started looking. All right. Who left the door open, man? I started making, I was going to make some calls, find out who did that. I called mother nature, filed a complaint with her. And she said, I can adjust that if you'd like. And I go, which way? And she goes down. I go, no, ma'am, just leave it where it's at. <laughs> we don't need to get <laughs> <Yeah>. any colder. <laughs> I'll take 41 degrees. I won't complain about it. You know, we were watching online our church and, uh, Candace told me, man, everybody's coming in there, got hats and coats and must be cold up there. And she pulled up the temperature up there. It was like 17 degrees and snow. I'm like, oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, dude. I'll take 41. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good, really. man. But a week of that, and then we were done. But, you know, that groundhog, that crazy groundhog is always right. Six more weeks of winter, he said. And there it was. Last week was, I guess, you know, that last week of, of March, I guess the week before the last week was, was it, man. But now we've been, yeah, cruising along with 70s and 80s and Things are good. Time to get the old grill back out, get that fired up. I've been getting some fish from up in, well, Alaska. I got my next shipment. It came in. Amazing, y'all. They ship it from Alaska. It's still frozen. The dry ice that's in it is still frozen. You know, the way they pack it up. It's great. But, man, six-ounce fillets of halibut, cod, and rockfish. They're vacuum-packed, individually packed. So if you need three of them, pull three of them out, man. But I've been playing with some fish recipes. Woo! Good stuff. You can tell that. You know. You've been listening to Cook in the Dark and that fish stuff, man. So it's all good. But we've got fun today, Tim. Rizzuto, man. Yeah. A risotto. I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, I'm saying it like Jaws is. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. That's my problem. That's my problem. But yeah, this is a delicious rice dish. And it's a great base. Y'all, so you don't want to stick, you know, don't want to go anywhere. You want to stick around and listen to this because it's a great base that you can do. Once you get the base done, man, you can do so much with it. You know, it's like, what do you want to put in it, man? I, I can, I've already got ideas of different things. And, oh, man, if I could eat some shrimp, we could put some shrimp. We could do, ah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm getting ahead of myself. We got to make it first. Well, I don't have to make it. I'll be hanging over here with Brother Tim. Exactly. We'll be talking. Joy will be doing all the work. So Candace and I were out eating the other night. And, uh, I, I, you know, me, I'm feeling an eavesdropper, people, Tim. You know, I'll be sitting there listening to people talk at other tables, you know, kind of like people watching. But for us, it's it's eavesdropping. But this guy is like, they, they have a farm. And they raise, uh, you know, pigs and cows and all that stuff. They, they, they got their bill. And the guy was like telling his wife, he was, dang, honey, from the price of that ham dinner you just ate, those pigs we have, they're worth about 150 grand a piece. Let me tell you what. <laughs> oh, my God. I get you, brother. And those chickens, they're worth a lot, too, with all them eggs, the price of eggs. But yeah, man, price of eating out, high dollar, high dollar nowadays. You got to watch yourselves. Even a ham dinner is expensive. So, y'all, we're going to be right back on the other side. Miss Joy's going to come back out. We're going to cook some, say it, Tim. Risotto. Risotto. Don't go anywhere, y'all. This is Cooking in the Dark. We'll be right back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. No Cheryl today. She's on assignment. But we've got the, the magic man, Tim's, with us. And listen, y'all, if Joyle, we can bring her on out here out of the green room that's really painted blue, but nobody knows. It's all right. It used to be red. Now it's blue. <laughs> but we still call it the green room. Got lots of a little bar in there playing cooking in the dark reruns over and over and over again. So we call it the cooking in the dark green room. Hey, Joy, come on out here, girl. How you doing? Hi, good afternoon. 
Hey, hey, all right, all right. So are you ready to cook, girl? I can't wait. If you want to get kind of get started with what you need to do, I'm going to have Tim read that recipe to us. Hey. And he can kind of, and then we can kind of talk about it as, you, as you're kind of getting some stuff prepped there. All right, so this is called Joy's Easy Oven Risotto. Is it pronounced risotto or risotto, Joy? Risotto. Risotto. Okay, I was right. All right, so let me read the recipe. And it says it serves four to six, but if Dale's eating it, it only serves one. So That's right. One <laughs> Dale or four to six people. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> exactly. One and a half cups. Is it pronounced arborio? Arborio. Arborio rice. Five cups simmering chicken broth. One cup Parmesan. I assume that's Parmesan cheese. Yeah. One half cup. Dry white wine, white grape juice or water, three tablespoons butter, diced, one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon pepper, one cup frozen peas, and that's it for that's all for all the ingredients. And then, Joy, you're going to throw in, you, you, you said you're going to add some mushrooms? I am. All uh, right, I, right on. I made this for somebody who wasn't hugely fond of peas. And I thought, okay, what could I do differently? And I had mushrooms on hand. And so I turned it into mushroom risotto. And it's been my family's favorite. It's been the go-to since. Cool. What, yeah. kind of, what kind of mushrooms do you use? Just white mushrooms? Yes. That's what I have today. Uh, you could certainly use some baby bella, which are also called cremini. Yes. Whatever you could find in your area. Um, okay. I probably would want to use fresh mushrooms as opposed to canned ones. There are some really good canned ones, um, Pennsylvania Dutch, they're called, and um, they're fine. But if you should choose to use canned ones, you certainly want to drain them. Absolutely. And, and fresh, and as you all see as this recipe rolls on here, um, fresh would be oh, so much better in this. But the frozen peas, for sure, if you want to add those, you can. And as Joy and I were talking before we came on the air, there's so much more you could add. You could dice up some of that expensive $137 ham. You know, you could uh, you could add shrimp to this. As I was talking about, you could add so much stuff to it. But um, Tim, why don't you why don't you read the directions for it real quick, and we'll let Joy get started. Here we go. Place the rice and the four cups of broth into a Dutch oven with the mushrooms. Cover and bake. 45 minutes at 350 degrees. Add remaining ingredients, except the peas. That's, that's about it, man. Yeah. So if you're adding the peas, once it comes out, so Joy, we're going to add the butter and everything at first, or we're, we're just going to put the, the rice in the, the broth and get it going? We are just going to do the broth, the mushrooms, and the rice at first. Beautiful. And then Beautiful. once it's really hot and those mushrooms have cooked to deliciousness, then we are going to add the remaining cup of broth, the cup of Parmesan cheese, and the diced butter, three tablespoons of it. And so then we're going to take a wooden spoon and just really beat it. Yeah, excellent. So that excellent. it gets nice and creamy. That's great. All right. Go ahead. Get after it, girl. And Tim, All what right. was the name of that rice again? A, a boro? Arborio. 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 A-R-B-O-R-I-O. And um, it's different than your white rice or your brown rice. It is what's known as a short-grained rice. And so it is going to be more starchy. You're not going to really want to substitute some brown rice or white rice that you no, have. There's no substitute here. You yeah, need you the need, Arborio rice. 
you need it for the creaminess when we beat it up. That's one thing. The way this the way this rice is milled, y'all, it's milled for a shorter length of time than the than other rices. So it has it gains this higher starch content. The higher starch content leads to the creaminess of the rice, and it's even a more chewy, more substantive rice than a rice, you know, say a jasmine rice or a bolorio rice or something like that, or even a brown grain rice. So where are we at, girl? We need to preheat our oven first. So we're going to preheat the oven to 350. I have gone ahead and done that. And so we're ready to get started. I'm going to go ahead and pour my first four cups of my broth into a bowl and I'm going to heat it up um, in the microwave just uh, for three minutes just to get it um, nice and hot and simmering. Um, I'm going to use, I have um, four cups of chicken broth here, but then I um, need to have five cups in total. So for one of my cups, I am actually using some um, better than bouillon. I really like the better than bouillon chicken broth. If you are vegetarian, please feel free to substitute out uh, um, a vegetable broth of your choice. Um, I'm sure that it will be fine. And so here I am. I am in the process of putting my um, broth in my bowl and I'm putting in some extra better than bouillon and to make up for the extra cup of water that I have added. Okay, perfect. And then, um, then as I said, I have my 32 ounce of my um, broth here and I'm getting ready to pour it into the, um, pour three cups of it. I'm reserving one cup to stir in at the end because we need an extra cup of liquid to help make it creamy. Yes, absolutely. I'm just using your Swanson um, broth that comes in the little carton. Cool, excellent. She threw, instead of four cups, she threw 32 ounces in there. I love it. I know. People have you doing, having to do math and think, figure it out, see? Because a cup is eight ounces, y'all. I'm setting aside one cup of it. In Beautiful. total, you are using five cups of broth. Go four cups broth. with the rice. So two cups of rice, I'm assuming. Oh, a cup and a half. One and one half cups of the arborio okay. rice. So here I am. I'm putting it in the microwave, and I'm just going to let it um, cook for three minutes to get warm enough to put with the rice. And away we go. While I'm doing that. I'm going to come over here to the arborio rice. The rice I have uh, comes in a container, a plastic container. I don't know about you, but I find plastic containers easier to um, measure things from than to try to pour it from a bag. Because, I mean, if you get a bag of rice, oh, it's a booger to, to I, I don't even pour from bags. I just, I try to measure out of them. But um, in fact, when I restock, if I get it in a plastic bag, I just dump, you know, cut a hole in the bottom of the bag and pour it in my container. So it makes it so much, like Joy said, it makes it so much easier to measure out of, less muss, less fuss, and you don't have the chance of that bag collapsing and rice going everywhere. Yes, rice, oh, it makes a huge mess. So I am pouring it into uh, um, a grease two-quart casserole. You want it to be a deep casserole uh, so that it, things don't boil over. You want to have right. room to stir this. Rice always expands. And so yes. here I am dumping rice into my cup and a half of rice. I just dumped it into uh, um, two-quart casserole. 
and I'm waiting here for, I need to get some more rice. Yeah, folks, usually rice will expand four times. So one cup of dry rice will a lot of times make four cups of cooked rice. That's how much it expands. So you've got to make sure you've got something big enough, even oversized. This is a case where too small is way too small. <laughs> yeah, because you really have to have time to uh, room to whip that that um, cheese and butter and everything in and make it. Yes, easy. that's right. You, oh, you yeah. have to have lots of extra space here. I'm uh, I'm getting more rice. I needed to get a new container. I All right, we're good. my first one. And I'm just getting a new one ready to go here. So like if I if I have a recipe, y'all, and it causes calls for like a four quart pot, I get my six quart pot. If it calls for a six quart pot, I grab my eight or ten quart because I just man, you know, Tim, I have flashbacks of when we made that reindeer food. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Lord help us, man. That was uh, that was something else, man. That was. If I don't know where that is on our archives, y'all, but if you go into a, go to it's way back. In it's dark. in the fifties. I think it's way back. Okay. Dale. And do a search for reindeer. I'm sure you'll find it, but man, this stuff. Woo, it, I never I think having to get a trash bag to make it in. It was so much of it. It just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something else. Cause I mean, I went, Oh man, I got to get a bigger bowl. Oh, I got to get a bigger bowl. Oh, I got to get a pot. Oh, I got to get a bigger pot. <laughs> I got to get a bag, a garbage bag. I had a huge bowl too, man. I had a huge bowl that we make salads for when everybody comes over, man. It's, I don't know what the capacity I was wanting, but it wasn't enough, man. Them reindeer, they eat a lot. <laughs> they do. <laughs> That's right. All right. So we've got our chicken broth in the microwave. I think I just heard uh, it. I just took it out, out. And now here I am pouring it over the rice that I put in the two quart casserole. So I don't All know right. that you heard it, but in it went nice warm broth in there. And nice. um, you can also here add some wine, as I said, or some um, grape juice. If you're not a drinking person and you're afraid of adding wine, don't worry. The alcohol is going to cook out. You're not going to get drunk eating this stuff. I, I'm, I promise. If you cook with wine, the alcohol always cooks out. But again, if you add wine, you want to make it a wine that you like. If you do drink wine or if you like, you know, you don't want to some, you don't want to add nasty wine to something you're going to eat. Now we are adding salt and pepper, a teaspoon of each. Okay. To our um, base that we're making. And so we'll measure those out and put those in. A little bit of pepper. If you were Dale, you could probably add some white pepper or you could turn it into jalapeno arborio, a little bit of spice. But Man, girl, we're yeah, we're making, what are you making? We're, mix, we're, we're making it Mexican it style. Regular <laughs> salt and black pepper here. I mean, I think, so, I think the way it is, is it, it's just kind of a nice, smooth smooth dish and and y'all i mean yeah as joy was saying you can add red pepper white pepper you can add what you want to to it but like we always say make it the, make it follow the recipe the first time and then come back and add what you want to to it you know to change the taste change the flavor whatever because a little bit of white pepper woo, it will tune it up a little bit yes it will and it does not so take much now we have uh everything in except some sliced mushrooms. And Beautiful. you can slice them yourself or you can buy some pre-sliced ones. 
um, but we are putting in a um, nice eight ounce container of sliced mushrooms here, spreading them out um, over the top of the rice and the broth. And okay. so it'll be nice and and uh, tasty. I, I love mushrooms. I'm a mushroom person. Excellent. So, and I am too. It's hard to believe that the portobellos used to be junk mushrooms. They used to throw them away. Oh, when they were back so when they were brown mushrooms back in the day mm -hmm. and i'm like man portobello folks i'll just take it put a little italian dressing on it dredge it in some italian dressing and throw it on the grill Woo! throw it in a skillet man let it go it doesn't take long to cook it's nice and soft but still nice and meaty candace loves them on a bun portobello hamburger i am over oh. by my stove and i this needs to be covered you need to have a casserole with a good firm cover or some really nice heavy duty aluminum foil so okay. that it is covered well because you absolutely do not want it to boil dry on you you want to no. keep all that nice liquid from from the broth and the mushrooms you want to keep it in there because That's we're right. going to use it to make things creamy That's right. <laughs> so here i am covering the, the pot here and now my oven is preheated and i'm ready to set um this in the the oven as i said you can slice your own mushrooms um i like slicers because i work as a textbook proofreader for blind students and um my hands have to be able to touch braille all the time Yes. So yes. I cannot have cut fingers. So I no. use slicers and mandolins and all sorts of things. Here I am setting it in the oven. You'll hear Beautiful. me do that. All right. Cool, cool. Here it is. It's sitting in the center of the main um, rack the on main the oven. Rack. And uh, I just closed it and we're ready to go. Set a 45 minute timer. Okay. Beautiful. All right, y'all. Hey, let's take a little break right here. We've got our risotto, risotto ready to rock. We've got the rice and the, the broth. We've got the salt, the pepper in it. We've got the mushrooms on top. It's in the oven, basting itself and making itself delicious. We're going to take a little break. I'm cooking in the dark. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back because you want to find out how this ends. And plus, there might be a dessert in your future if you come back. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. So our photo is done. Joy's pulling it out of the oven right now. Joy, take it away. Talk to us while you whip it up. Okay, here we are. We have really hot rice and mushrooms and broth, and we're just getting ready to take it out of the oven here. My 45 minutes are up so i'm taking it out of the oven and setting it on top of the stove okay there we go now i'm going to take off the lid i'm still wearing mitts for all of this because it is extremely overwhelmingly hot yeah that stuff uh it gets a little warm being in the oven for 45 minutes at 350 degrees <laughs> i heated my last cup of broth 
in the microwave just to make sure it was warm enough to be stirred in. So it's ready to go. I'm going to put the butter in first because I don't want the butter to be clumpy. So I'm going to start out with my butter. I, I diced it, three tablespoons of it. Okay. And so I'm going to go on ahead and uh, how small of a how, how small of a dice did you do? Did you use this quarter quarter oh, or like maybe half an inch or something, okay. quarter of an inch? Just okay. Just whatever. I wasn't really too particular yeah, yeah, about kind of it. You just don't want to yeah. put a whole chunk of Big old it, hunk of it in all right, right. in at once and then um, then try to get it stirred up because somebody will get a bite of butter. They will get all butter, which That's you right. don't really want. There's the butter, and I'm ready to now put in the hot broth. I'm very carefully lining the measuring cup up over the hot pan, and right. I'm very carefully pouring it in. You're kind of pouring it uh, in the middle, or you're kind of moving yeah. it around? As yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pour it in the middle because okay. I don't want to lose track of it and have it land on the stove or anywhere right. like that. I want it all right in my risotto. So here I am, and I have a mitt with one hand, and I'm going to start stirring because I want this to get really creamy, and I want it to get um, really smooth. You will feel that the rice almost feels, I would say that it almost feels like oatmeal, which okay. I don't want that to be scary to you if you aren't an oatmeal person. It doesn't taste like oatmeal. It'll be very nice and creamy, but if I could describe the texture of it, I would say to you, that it feels like oatmeal, and so I can. So I can feel it's not going to be. It's not going to be say creamy like the pudding will be when we make that. No, it'll be an entirely okay. different kind You'll of. You'll still cream. be able to feel some texture in there, some quote yeah. unquote lumps or bumps, if you will. Yeah. So okay. here I am. Um, I'm stirring to get it to thicken up, and I have gotten my broth in. Now I am ready for my parmesan, and as Dale said. This is the Parmesan that is fresh Parmesan. It either comes in a block and you can grate it. It's the kind of cheese that if you go to an Italian restaurant, they always say, would you like cheese on top of that? On your salad, yes. on your lasagna or whatever. That's what it is. And so you're either going to buy it grated or there's a special grater that the handle turns and the cheese comes out the bottom. Right. It is not the same kind of grater that you would use to grate a block of mozzarella. Right, right. It's not a hand grater or, a, yeah, it's a, it's a rotary grater. Because this is a very crumbly cheese. Yes, and so, crumbly and hard, yes. Yeah. Even if you're using a fine grate, it's still gonna, you're still going to get some crumbled pieces. So I usually buy my Parmesan already grated. So I have put my Parmesan in. And now I am trying to stir it in. I want it to, uh, I want it to melt. I want it to help thicken up the risotto. And I want it to uh, make it very creamy and um, very thick. And as it cools down, you will find that it thickens up. If you think it, it looks too soupy for you, just hold on. <laughs> because rice always thickens as it cools. It does. And so, it sure does. so you'll have a very creamy and thick um, side dish. I can hardly wait for spring to come because I 
want asparagus to come to Michigan in May, and I want to blanch some asparagus and then roast it and get it so that it's very delicious and tender and then put it in this uh, risotto because my, my mother loves asparagus. And oh, so beautiful. Th it's a, her favorite vegetable. So okay. you could use asparagus, you could use broccoli. Um, this is the time in which you would um, put in your frozen peas. You would want to thaw them a little bit in the microwave and drain them because you don't want to add extra liquid. You just right. want to add the vegetables themselves. And so you would go ahead and add uh, whatever your peas, whatever vegetable you wanted. If you made this for after Easter, you could certainly put in some of your Easter ham. As Dale said, you could do shrimp, but uh, anyway, it turns out it will be a very nice, creamy, delicious side dish for you. And so we have completed our risotto. Uh, have a bite and enjoy. Absolutely, serve it up. We'll be right there, man. That is great, great, great. All right, folks. So as a bonus, we've got a little time to kill. So uh, I think we're going to have Joy. She said she would make us a dessert. So how about some of that double chocolate microwave pudding, Joy? You up for making some Ooh, of that? Yes, we can do that. I, I'm a fan of anything chocolate. So Me we're too. going to make some delicious and easy chocolate pudding. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, y'all. Here we go with some chocolate pudding. Tim, why don't you read that recipe real quick? It serves four normal people or one Dale. So probably just... half a Dale. <laughs> probably half a Dale. <laughs> it's got chocolate in it. It does. <laughs> so we got one half cup sugar, one quarter cup unsweetened cocoa, three tablespoons cornstarch, pinch of sea salt. Two and three quarter cups of whole milk or half and half. Two teaspoons vanilla. One and a third cup semi-sweet or bittersweet chocolate chips. And that's it for all the ingredients. Tell us what we're going to do real fast. It's pretty easy. You're going to mix up the sugar, the cocoa, the cornstarch, and the salt. And whisk in the milk until it's smooth. And then microwave on high, uncovered for five minutes. Stirring halfway through, just until it comes to a boil, it says. Then it becomes thick and smooth. And then mix in the vanilla, whisk and vanilla and chocolate chips until melted. And then you can microwave it for another 30 seconds on high. And then let it stand for 15 to 20 minutes to cool. Beautiful. And then refrigerate. All right, Joy, take us away, sweetheart. All right, sure. Let's get started with our double chocolate pudding in the microwave. We are going to start out with our dry ingredients. So here we are with our half a cup of sugar. It's just granulated sugar from your sugar canister. That's all you really want to use. Okay. So we're going to use a half a cup of that. I'm putting it into a two quart bowl. And again, you're going to want a taller bowl so that it doesn't boil over. So I'm using a two quart, actually Pyrex um, measuring cup. So we have our, our sugar in, it's one half cup. Uh, we have three tablespoons of cornstarch. Okay. And um, cornstarch is a thickener. Yes. So cornstarch is going to help us have really nice, thick, creamy pudding. And this pudding is so beautiful because you can eat it by yourself and, and have it as a dessert 
or you could you could take it and spread it into a pre-baked graham cracker or Oreo crust or something like that oh, and turn it into a pie, oh. it with whipped cream, or you could even um, serve it with cookies or something like that. So it has a lot of versatility. And so here we go. We are going to put in uh, a little bit of salt. Salt often will um, help balance the sweetness of things. And so you usually want just a little bit of salt added to your sweet desserts. And then we are going to add our, uh, our liquid. And as I said, you can use half and half. Um, I'm an improviser and I didn't have half and half. So here we have half of it is going to be 2% milk. The rest of it is going to be heavy cream. So Beautiful. it will come out about the same. Here I am pouring some, um, some of the milk and the uh, heavy cream in. And um, we need to stir this up. We want to make sure that that, particularly the uh, cornstarch, doesn't get lumpy in there. It's why we put it in cold. If you put it into hot liquid, it will get all gummy and uh, you'll never be able to stir it smooth. So we're stirring it in while it is still cold. And we are going to stir this all until it's very smooth. It's looking pretty good here. And so now I'm going to take it and put it in the microwave. We're going to okay. cook it for five minutes. So I'm going to Beautiful. cook it for the first three minutes and stir it. Okay. And then I'm going to take it out and take it out and stir it. And then I'm going to put it back in for two more minutes. So here's our first three minutes starting now. Beautiful. All right. So three minutes, y'all. Nothing much to it. And what's nice about this recipe, when it comes out, after it's cooked for the three minutes and then stirred and cook for another two to three minutes, comes out bubbling hot. Man, you need to be careful pulling it out. Great place for mitts to yank that dude out with, but be careful pulling it out because it will be a hot son of a gun. Now, some people like my microwave the door opens down, so it kind of becomes a shelf. So I could pull it out and use it there to, to put in the, and just stir it in, stir in the, the chips and the vanilla there. So I don't have to mess with trying to carry it around, but be careful when you're carrying it so you don't spill it on yourself. But that dude is going to be hot, 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 cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I, that's why I like the Pyrex measuring cups with the handles. And they have handles and spouts, so it makes it easy to pour. It also makes it very easy to carry. We are getting ready for chocolate chips, and if you can find mini chocolate chips, they will be easy for you to stir in because right. they are smaller. And so right. they'll go into the pudding um, better, but I've used the regular ones and that's what we have today. So uh, you may find a few little pieces of chocolate, almost like a chocolate mousse with little pieces of chocolate here and yeah, there. Yeah. But oh yeah. no, it, it just still tastes fabulous. You will It'll love be it. great. Now something else you can do if you have full size chips, y'all, you could, if you have a food processor, you could put them in there and just pulse them for a couple seconds. And that'll chop them down. If you have that manual food chopper that, that we have, the manual food processor, you could put them in there and spin them around a couple of times just to kind of cut them down a little bit. But, um, yeah, the bigger chip will take a little bit more time to melt. But, yeah, and if you happen to get a little bit of a piece of chocolate in your chocolate pudding, 
that's a bonus, man. <laughs> that's what I say. I love the idea too of putting it in the pie crust, the the graham cracker. Oh my god, that's so that sounds so yummy too. Yeah, because I've done and that at Christmas it. with like an instant pie, you know, with the instant pudding mix. Just do the same thing, flap it in there, and refrigerate it, chill it. I had a my stepfather, father in law, used to <laughs> he used to love that man. He used to love chocolate, so I'd give it. He wouldn't even eat the pie shell; he'd just eat all the chocolate pie out. I mean, the pudding out. <laughs> there are also mini pie shells which are for individual servings. If you wanted to do this for Easter or something and have it all prepared and then have it out on a tray so people could, with other desserts, so people could just grab one and try it, you'd be all set with that. You could just pour it and scrape it into mini um, tart shells or um, they yeah. have phyllo shells as well so yep. anything like that here we go did you hear the microwave it just beeped and i'm getting this out for a quick stir we're going to um, just make sure that our um particularly our cornstarch it needs to we need to make sure that it isn't stuck to the bottom make okay. sure that i don't feel any sugar Make sure that right. uh, I don't feel any of the salt or anything. And um, just give it a good stir here. Just make sure that it is all ready to go back in for round and two. You can feel that, y'all. You can feel that through the spoon when you're stirring. You can definitely feel sugar if there's any granulated down there. You can feel lumps or something with your with your spoon as you're stirring. So just be conscious of that. Stir it all here up. Here we go. Two up more minutes. Two more minutes it is, and then right. we'll be ready to, let's get our vanilla out. Um, Absolutely. We're having two teaspoons of it. And so okay. um, I actually have homemade vanilla, so I'm going to shake it up here a little bit because it has actual vanilla beans in it. And so um, then we'll use that. Stir in the homemade vanilla. How many vanilla beans? How many vanilla beans did you put in there? Like five or six? With what is it? Yeah, five or six into a six bottle of eight, vodka? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, into a bottle of vodka. Mm-hmm. And then you just let it kind of let it and, ferment. Yeah, you have to sit. let it rest for a while before yeah. you use it. The longer it sets, the better the vanilla the is. The stronger it so, gets. Absolutely, and, that is excellent. So yeah. I gave that as gifts one year: homemade vanilla. Mm -hmm. Everybody thought they were getting vodka. <laughs> My family does a craft for uh, our family gifts to each other. And oh, so this awesome. year I did a pumpkin butter. I did it in the Instapot and then we dished it into little jars. And Beautiful. and uh, that's what they were going to have, except that we got a huge snowstorm and uh, nobody went anywhere. So uh, <laughs> some oh, other hey. time my family will get to have pumpkin butter. <laughs> Okay, okay. Here we are. Uh, we're at the two minute mark. I have just pulled the hot liquid out of the microwave. I am carrying it across to the counter and we're getting ready for another stir. We're going to add our vanilla that I just shook up and two teaspoons. So two you teaspoons. can use a two teaspoon measure or you can uh, pour a little bit into a quarter cup and then measure from that. Anything to keep yourself from making a mess because vanilla uh, it can be sticky if you spill it. Yes. So we're going to very carefully measure our vanilla here. And we're going to stir that in. And now we're ready for chocolate chips. Beautiful. And as I said, you can use the mini ones or you can use the regular size ones. And we're going to put those in. 
and uh, we're going to stir them around. So how many how many cups of how what is it a cup one and, and a half a third one and a third one okay. and one third now um, if your your a six ounce package has one cup in it right so then probably you would want to get uh, usually they come in eleven ounce packages or right. something like that so you'd want to get that and just measure out your cup and a third here I am stirring these are semi sweet chocolate chips correct. Yes, semi-sweet or bittersweet. Okay. Uh, you can make any kind of pudding you want. I'm sure yeah. that there are peanut butter chips, there are Reese's chips, there are butterscotch chips. So yes. um, you could. Yeah, you could do any <laughs> one. I, I was just curious if they were milk chocolate chips or if they were semi-sweet. I thought they were semi-sweet chips. It just dawned on me this very minute that I put cocoa in it and forgot to say it to you. But I oh, did okay. put cocoa in it, too. So I'm really sorry okay. about that. Cooking in the dark listeners are used to me. Uh, the show will be over and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> the pudding's pretty hot, so the chips are going to dissolve pretty quickly once yep. you mix them in. Yes, they are. And you're just going to want to make sure that they don't go to the bottom in one big old sticky look so oh, keep stirring right. and if you're afraid that they aren't melting we can pop it in for another 30 seconds and let it just cook for a little bit longer just to make sure that it's heated through and that it is melted well this is looking pretty good it's getting thick and so um we're doing well this is too hot to eat so don't even think about sticking a spoon Tim, in sit it down. Right now. Get back here, Tim. Come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you need to sit down and be very patient. I would say wait a minimum of 30 minutes. Okay. Because this is really hot stuff. And we'll know when 30 minutes up because Tim and I will be but, elbowing each other and stepping on each other's heads trying to get to the refrigerator first with our spoons out. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Coming so through. there you go. You can eat it warm or you can chill it. You can pour it into a crust. You can do whatever you want with it. It's your homemade double chocolate microwave pudding. Beautiful, y'all. Beautiful. All right, y'all. Don't go anywhere. This is Cooking in the Dark. We will be right back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Cheryl Cummings, where's Cheryl at? Oh yeah, Cheryl's not here today, y'all. She's on assignment. She's doing some work, doing work up there. Yeah, they pay her more than we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so man, what a great show today, huh? Thanks, Joy, for coming in. That was so awesome. You did such a great job. Um, man, I might just retire and let you take over, girl. Uh, that was excellent. I kind of like this sitting on the sidelines, Tim. Of course, it is kind of nice because I know that, see, a cup and a third of chocolate chips out of an 11-ounce bag. That would have left me about two-thirds of a cup of chips to munch on during the show. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Done that. exactly. <laughs> Only two-thirds of a cup. Only two-thirds of a cup, man. So, uh, on the show today, we made Joy's Easy Risotto. Risotto. I keep saying it wrong. One risotto. 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 See, I can't even say it right twice. Risotto. <laughs> DeSoto, risotto, all that good stuff, man. What a great show, y'all. Super easy, super easy. And and uh, like Joy was talking about when, when she was whipping it up, creaming it all up, 
you can add once you get that base made i mean you can add peas to it you can add uh gosh you could add carrots to it i mean vegetarian stuff you could add shrimp to it you probably want to cook your shrimp ahead of time you know you could add ham to it i'm thinking ham and peas and that would be mm, mooey delicioso too so there's all kinds of stuff you can do with it so brother tim read us that recipe real quick all right so we got um one and a half cups arborio rice five cups chicken broth one cup parmesan cheese one half cup dry white wine white grape juice or water three tablespoons butter one teaspoon salt one teaspoon pepper one cup frozen peas. Joy used uh, mushrooms, actually. And then what you do is you yeah yeah you want to yeah. take the you want to take your take four cups of your broth, thirty two ounces of your broth. Toss that in the microwave, like she did for three minutes. You want it warmed up and simmering. You want to add that to your cup and a half of rice. Add your salt. Add your pepper. And what am I missing, Joy? I forgot something else. What else did we add to that? We're going to stir that up, and then we're going to you can add your um grape juice or your white wine or um, your water because okay. you need a little extra liquid. I'm going to stir that up and then um, put your mushrooms in there. And then lay your mushrooms on top. Just yes. dump them in on top and then pop it in the oven. 350 degree oven, correct? Yes. For about 45 minutes and just let it do its thing. Then on the back side, we're going to add the butter and we're going to add the um the extra chicken broth and just cream it up whip it with the whip parmesan it. and don't forget the parmesan cheese man that's good stuff too mm, fresh parmesan i love it now we're using real parmesan too y'all we're not using the green stuff in the green can not that imitation the real stuff and just cream it all up and it's ready to go serve it warm Remember, it serves four to six or one day. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got that delicious double chocolate microwave pudding. Like Joy talked about, you can, man, once you get it made, it can go so many directions. It can go into a, a graham cracker pie crust. Pump, you've got a pie. You can put it in a little tart pie shells and you've got individual little dudes. I'm seeing that thing there with some grated chocolate over the top of it. Maybe some whipped cream thrown on top of it. Mm, mm, mm. Man, I'm also thinking I was dreaming while she was making it, adding a little mint to it. Oh, make it a little That's chocolate mint at Christmas time. You could also turn it into espresso or uh, some sort of coffee flavoring, oh. either with a little bit of um, fresh brewed coffee, maybe uh, a quarter of a cup or so, and uh, you could do that with it too. That is great. So, Tim, read that recipe real quick. Okay. I'm going to send you out to go get coffee, and uh, <laughs> while you're gone, that that dessert will be done. <laughs> yeah, more ways than one. She'll have to make it. Yeah, you might want to pick the ingredients up while you're out yeah. and make another yeah. batch. Yeah. <laughs> so we need half a cup of sugar, quarter cup unsweetened cocoa, three tablespoons cornstarch, pinch of sea salt, two and three quarter cups whole milk or half and half, two teaspoons vanilla, and one and a third cups semi-sweet or bittersweet chocolate chips. Cool. All right. So with this one, y'all, this one was real easy. Put all, you mix your sugar, your cornstarch, you know, all your ingredients except the vanilla and the chocolate chips. Put that all in a microwave-safe bowl container. What Joy used was the big Pyrex measuring cup. 
make sure you've got, like she said, extra room because it's going to be hot and you're going to need to stir it. But get that all mixed up well. Pop it in the microwave for three minutes. When it comes out, you're microwaving on high. When it comes out, stir it up and you're checking to make sure that you don't have any, you know, sugar or any cornstarch, anything clumped in the bottom. Stir it all up again. Make sure and you can feel when you're stirring, you can feel through your spoon what's going on in the bottom of that that bowl. Once you get it mixed up and stirred up nicely again, boom, back in the microwave for two minutes. Then it comes out, and that's when you want to stir in your vanilla and you want to stir in your chocolate chips. And as she said, if you can get many chocolate chips, that's the way to go because they're going to melt a little bit quicker than a standard chocolate chip. Even if you don't get it all the way melted, it's a standard chip. It'll melt. Believe me, it'll melt. If it's still not melting all the way after you've stirred it up, you can throw it back in the microwave for about another 30 seconds, and that'll help melt it all down. Stir it up, stir it up, and pop it in the fridge for at least 30 minutes and, and let it chill. Otherwise, you'll burn your tongue. But once it chills and sets up, muy delicioso, man. I mean, that, that's as quick and as easy. That, that's easier than instant, in my opinion. You know, good stuff, y'all. Good stuff. All right, Joy. Thank you for being on the show, sweetheart. We enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. It was absolutely my pleasure. Man, this was great, y'all. This was great. So, hey, for Joy, for Tim, for Cheryl, who's on assignment, it's Dale Campbell. Y'all come back. All right, y'all. We're out. God bless you. God love you. God keep you safe. AMF. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.